When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Dark Trio, this is Charles from D.C., wishing you all a happy fall. I wanted to find out if you could have one prop from any horror film, what would it be and why? And, John, you can't pick anything from Hell House LLC. Sorry. Thanks a lot, everyone, and keep it spoopy. That's kind of cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Charles. Uh, yeah, you can't do that to me. That's not cool, dude. <laughs> what, what you say? Uh, that's fine. I can. I can think of other things i would want it to be something i don't know like it, it could be like iconic me like a like the axe from the shining or or the bat that shelly duvall swings um i was thinking even like because i just watched deadstream again like the book of poetry like uh, uh mildred's book of poetry <laughs> like something that would almost be like a, a a smaller, more innocuous thing where if you didn't know, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know. Or like the button from Drag Me to Hell. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, so like just something where you're not even necessarily going to think about it. Yeah. And then, but if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. How about you? Oh, man, I have so many. But okay. So first <laughs> I know of all, there's a lot. <laughs> I want the Kronos from Kronos. Oh, I've always sure. wanted that thing since I was a kid. Then the spear <laughs> from Phantasm. I want the spikes to be able to pipe, like pop out and all. I oh, want from the that hell... orb? <laughs> yeah. I want the Hellraiser puzzle box. I want Jack's typewriter from The Shining. I mm. want that lipstick that Phoebe or B. Her name is BB, but it sounds like Phoebe, whatever. BB that she finds in uh-huh. Night of the Demons 2. She finds lipstick, some random old uh-huh. lipstick in an old abandoned funeral home and she takes it with her i mean i don't want to use it i just want it but yeah i could go on oh one you would thing. use it once and you know it <laughs> i probably would i probably wouldn't and not tell anybody but so it doesn't count if you don't tell anybody and then also like one more just because i recently rewatched. um Sorry, I recently re rewatched uh the skeleton key because i love that movie mm-hmm. and you know what i want the skeleton key i mean that's why not? Like right. of anything from that movie makes Gosh, sense. Although this <laughs> that actually does tie into something perfectly, and I know it's been a few weeks we've been gone for a while, but the A twenty four did release that they did start making props from the movie. The hand from Talk yeah. to Me is being sold uh, right now. They sold out of their first run, which I am a part of, and I'm very excited to get. <laughs> I'm not telling my wife that I got it. Uh, <laughs> and they're on their second run now. So if you go to A24, I know Bloody Disgusting have posted about it too. 
but right now they're doing their second run and those might not ship until closer to like Christmas. That's but a great Christmas gift. It's a full size prop in a box. Like it looks, it's exactly like in the movie. I'm like, that is awesome. That is I so just want awesome. my office to be full of boxes that you open them and you're like, what in the hell? <laughs> like, it's not even on display. It's just a bunch of boxes and you don't even know what you're going to have to deal with. I think I need one too. I mean, I think everyone does in their life. And it's a fantastic movie. I need to watch it again. My wife hasn't seen it yet. Maybe we'll rent that soon. All right. Second question came in via text. Hey, Dark Trio with Halloween next month. I've been thinking about horror costume ideas. I've landed on Angela from Sleepaway Camp. My question is, what are costumes you all would like to see as horror fans that you don't typically see? Ones that other horror freaks would appreciate. Thanks. Love the podcast. Keep up the great work. Rachel from Oregon. Thanks, Rachel. You know, funny you say sleepaway camp because my wife and I, as soon as Spirit Halloweens were open, we were there because that's what we do. (laughs) And we were trying to figure out costumes and we were going back and forth a lot. I really tried to get my wife to be Tiffany and me be Chucky. Oh, You know, last year we were um, Jack and Wendy from The Shining. They're trying to do like a couple Halloween costumes. And I think I'd even mentioned like you could be Angela from sleepaway camp and I could just be a severed head. Like where, like the, just like the, the black, not, not a green man suit, but black. So it's just <laughs> my head. I'm like, that would be amazing. And my wife said, well, the problem is, is like when we have our annual Halloween party, no one's going to know what that is. But you and know, I was like, we'll know exactly. That was right. my point. I'm like, I don't care if other people know she does. She wants it to be <laughs> a little bit more recognizable. Uh, so I don't have so, so much a specific answer as much as I wish that Halloween could be a little bit more horror nerdy for everyone and not quite so pop culture, mm-hmm. like where everyone knows, like, because I, I feel like there, unfortunately there's just too much like, like, what are you supposed to be sort of thing? Right. And it, and it comes from the casual horror fans and that's fine, but it's kind of like, cause we don't have a ton of horror fans in our, like our friend groups. Mm-hmm. So we kind of pander Same. to them. So it's kind of like, I just, I wish it was a little bit more mainstream. So you could just be something completely random. You know, you could be Mabel from VHS 99 or Mabel. Oh, Mabel's the best. (laughs) It took me until this week or last week to realize it's the same actress who plays Chrissy in Deadstream. What? I thought Uh you knew. I didn't because I'm dumb. No. (laughs) Yeah, I am. It's okay. I've she's, come to terms she's with awesome. It. She's she's a really great actress. She is. I'd love to see her in more stuff. Um, how about yourself? What do you think? Okay, so there is one I was even going to mention for the last one that I would like to have, but you know what? A uh, couple of weeks ago, when someone did ask us, you know, what are you going to be for Halloween? And I, you know, we answered, and I said, how you know, I get stressed, so I end up just not being not anything, you know. <laughs> but this year, I have a really great idea. And um, you'll just have to wait and see. So I won't mention this one, but I will say this because I'm obsessed with Night of the Demons, of course. I want to see more women taking on being Angela, being Suzanne, you know? And then on top of that, just because we all, you know, love to hate Julia Cotton from Hellraiser (laughs) and Hellraiser 2, you know, um, I think that people Mm. should be more Julia. And then just to mention another another one, um, so, you know, 
the friends that I that I have, because we talked about, you know, friend groups and stuff, a lot of my friends, they're more of casual horror watchers, so mm-hmm. they're not, like, super-duper into it. But recently, I showed a friend of mine, Return of the Living Dead, Part 3, and she loved mm. it. So I'm like, you oh. need to be Julie. It's very much baddie aesthetic, and it's you. So hopefully, maybe, you know, she will be Julie from Return of the Living Dead. Well, and I think it'd be fantastic if we could, if it stuff like that became more pop culture and you could just, so the people who don't want to dress up in a costume, just dress up like they're in the 80s and be like, I'm an extra from Chopping Mall. Yes. Okay, cool. Like, but like you just have a reference. You don't even have to go crazy with the makeup and costume and everything. Right. Just put on a suit and say you're Patrick Bateman. I don't care. Like, but, I love but that. like, but just, it's a cool reference. And it's like, you know what? You win in my mm-hmm. book. I'll take that over those inflatable suits and stuff any day. Speaking of inflatable suits, <laughs> welcome to the Bloody Disgusting <laughs> Podcast, everyone. The podcast where we discuss all the disgusting things we love in the horror world and help us discuss the disgusting. You know her from her YouTube channel and website, Real Queen of Horror, and her infinite love for the genre, Zena Dixon. Hey, Zena. Hello. She's also the head of Bloody Disgusting's TikTok. Woohoo. And I'm John. <laughs> No, Megan wasn't just sitting out those questions. Wouldn't it be <laughs> crazy crossed. if she was? Oh Arms crossed, refusing to answer. No, no. 150 <laughs> episodes in, and we finally found the questions. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, Megan is in Austin right now at Fantastic Fest. She, part of the reason why we've had just difficulty with our recording schedule is Meg- it's fest season. And Megan has been jet set. Make sure to check out bloodydisgusting.com for her reviews. And she's rocking it right now. Yeah. Oh, man. I can only imagine. It's got to be, it's a lot. And that's leading into October. Mm-hmm. Like all the movies she's been, I know it's her job, but still, it's crazy to me. So it's just us. You're going to have to deal with this. <laughs> that's okay. If you're listening to this on a Wednesday when the episode drops, we hope your week's been filled with all the best kind of horror. And if not, we're going to click around the table for the movies, books, games, or anything else in horror that are making the two of us smile right now. Maybe it'll be things that'll make you smile, too. So, you know what's been filling your heart this week? Man, it's been a wild couple of weeks, and there were so many things I wanted to share with you guys. <laughs> um, but it's okay. I just wrote it in my journal. So, instead, this week, I'm going to be talking about No One Will Save You. From It just came out this year. It's on Hulu. Uh, a young woman, basically, she is <laughs> going through something insane you know so basically there's a woman named Bren and and at her home where she grew up one night she wakes up in the middle of the night and you know because there are some weird noises going on because there are some earthly intruders so if you didn't know brian duffield he um wrote he wrote and well he directed this but he also wrote and directed spontaneous and he also wrote baby like the babysitter underwater and love and monsters which i'm pretty sure we we spoke about love and monsters mm-hmm. on here a couple of times so yeah, yeah i feel like this is just like a very clever well-crafted alien invasion story and i wish that it would have went to theaters because it would have been incredible to see it on the on the like the the full screen and everything like that you know i will say this i don't watch a lot of sci-fi horror not on purpose you just know how it is sometimes you just find yourself drawn to other things and stuff like that but this one like really blew me away i loved every single second of it um there are some really intense parts there are some slow parts and then uh something i thought was really cool it kind of reminded me of an episode of buffy the vampire 
there's a particular episode called yeah. Hush and oh. where no one's oh. talking. So yeah. And this, uh, the, our main girl, Bren, she does not really talk a lot. And there's a reason why I won't, I mean, you can guess why I'm sure, but this movie is so new. I'm not going to say why, but yeah, it's, it's really cool to check out. I love the set design. I love the pacing of it. Um, there's a lot of things that was unexpected for me. So I just feel like if you just want something fun, straightforward, I feel like this is a great movie to watch by yourself with some friends, you know, just a really good movie. A lot of fun. I had like a lot of fun with it. It was very refreshing, you know, such an nice. easy watch. And I love that. And on Hulu, even better. Yeah. I also checked out on Hulu another thing. I was having a good time with Hulu. <laughs> okay. There's this series uh, called The Other Black Girl on Hulu. It just came out this year. Uh, Nella, an editorial, ed- editorial assistant, is tired of being the only black girl at her company. So she's so excited when Hazel is hired. But as Hazel's star begins to rise, Nell spins out of... Um, spirals out and discovers something sinister is going on at the company so this is based on a novel of the same name and right from the start this series just shows you that the workplace is a nightmare uh (laughs) you know we've all been there unfortunately some of us are still there uh but i even remember when i worked at my corporate job it was just like this this show just gave me the feels you know it was just like oh it was like real life horror there's a lot of dark secrets that's going on. You have to figure it. Like you, as a viewer, I I just wanted to figure it out. Like I couldn't stop watching. Like I binged watched it one day. One day I just watched it in complete sitting. But I took a little break. I didn't want to. My internet went out. So, but, but I came right back at it. These these thunderstorms in, in Florida, and I live in the middle of nowhere. But. But yeah, um, I haven't read the book yet. I'm currently reading two books already. So hopefully the end of next month, I'll be, I want to go back and I want to like read this book because I'm completely hooked. I noticed that a lot of people would describe it as like the Stepford Wives meets Get Out. I can Mm. see that, but it definitely has like, it's more of a thriller and it has more of like a dark comedic type of tone, you know? Um, but yeah, by the end of the, like the last episode, like the very last scene, and even still now, it's like, I have a lot of questions and there are still some scenes that are replaying in my head. And there's a sign like, well, there was this one quote that I'll never forget. Basically someone asks like, how much longer are you willing to compromise yourself for a paycheck? Oh my God. I had to pause it and like take a breather (laughs) because we've all been there where it's just like, sometimes your work environment, you see some stuff, you know, it, it's not so much of it, you know, like no one's coming up and slapping you, you know, slapping you in your, in your face, but it could be a mental thing. It could be mentally draining. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I just really, really enjoyed it. So I know it's going to be like a good while. If we even get like a second season, it'll, you know, be a good while before we get that. So I figured like, you know what, I can uh, read the book and have a nice time with that. Yeah. My wife read the book. Is that, If I recall, she was a big fan of the book. Awesome. Whoa. Yeah, so maybe she'll uh, talk me into watching this on Hulu too. I think so. Dark secrets, John. Dark (laughs) secrets. I mean, I don't know if I need to be reminded about what corporate life is. Like, I'm a year and a half removed, and I'm pretty Mm -hmm. happy about that. Yeah. (laughs) So we'll see. I'll 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 get there. They'll get. She'll get me back. Okay. Well, what did you check out? 
Well, I I am going to go ahead. I'm going to start with Megan's pick. Normally, I, I like to save it for her being back, but especially with October coming up and everything else. And I'm kind of in the middle of a couple of things on Tubi that I think I want to talk about next week. Okay. Um, in her stead, I, I'm going to talk about her pick, 2012's The Pack, for those of you who remember her giving that to me way back I when. I don't. <laughs> I had to go back and look, too, because I watched it right after we recorded. I was literally sitting here like, what did I watch? <laughs> It's been so long. I've watched Hell House LLC three times since then. <laughs> At this point, I'm not even sure I'm paying attention to the movie. So, <laughs> as a woman struggles to come to grips with her past in the wake of her mother's death and the disappearance of her sister, an unsettling presence emerges in her childhood home. Uh, so, Megan, why'd you have me pick this one? Oh, you just need it in your life. <laughs> That wasn't me mocking Megan. That was just, I don't know what's oh, wrong with me. Uh, Megan has her reason. I think I know why, but, you know. We'll yeah, just I think have so, to too. Yeah. You know, th- I liked this one a lot more than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. E- even kind of initially, the, the 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 there's a lot of sibling drama, at least, that things start out with. and Yeah. Oh, you were never there. And oh, you were junk. Whatever. If you want to watch, get into it. And I was a little bit nervous because um, Casper Van Dien is in it. Mm-hmm. And nothing against Casper Van Dien. I like him just fine. But sometimes when you see someone who was especially like a 90s heartthrob show up in movies 10, 15 years later, it's kind of like, um, how's this going to play? Mm-hmm. But I thought he was really good. Like, I, I thought he fit the role just right. He plays a cop who's kind of a, got his own issues, whatever. But I, really, it was, there's another character in this. Like, I guess I can just say, there's a psychic character mm-hmm. that gets introduced. The dynamic that she brings with, I can, I'll just say, it's not a spoiler, with her brother, I loved. Mm. It was such a cool twist on the way we think of psychics in horror mm-hmm. movies as you know, maybe they're like, Oh no, like they're having a hard time coming to grips with it with like, um, yeah. was it Nori the curse? It was a Jap. There was a Japanese phone footage movie where the psychic in it is like heavily mentally disturbed because he yeah, can't stop hearing the voices. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get a psychic who's just like an poltergeist who she's just kind of fine. <laughs> She just, she feels stuff. Mm-hmm. And this was not either of those. And the dynamic and the relationship they had, I thought was so great. And then the actual like climax of what's actually going on was so unsettlingly creepy that I was just like, I don't know why I hadn't really paid attention to this one more. Mm-hmm. Because some of the, the sh- some of the visual shots and some of the scares were amazing, just like holy crap! And some of them were like you think it might be treated like a jump scare that they didn't even treat it like a jump scare. It was just a right. messed up thing that was going on. And no, I, I you know, the first twenty minutes, I was kind of like oh, uh, okay, and then I was kind of like, oh, you guys are giving me something that I'm not used to seeing. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not, it's not like they rewrote the book, but everything, like everything I thought was going to be cliche didn't go that way. Yeah. And it was just, it was a way more fun watch than I thought it was going to be. Um, so that was a good pick. Thanks, Megan. 
I yeah, apologize for my impression. That's a, <laughs> I, I I really like that one. I feel like it's much more than a no spoilers, like a haunted ghost story. You get mm-hmm. more than that. So totally. anyone, it's perfect also for the like the spooky season. Yeah, yeah. It's a it'd be a real good pick to start kicking things off since October is almost here. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh I watched, or my wife and I watched, as as our significant other pick, 2022's Significant Other on Paramount+. Plus, Which, my wife just got back from a business trip. She told me it was available on the flight. Whoa! I was like, are you kidding? This? Like, nothing against Significant I'll get into this. But I was like, this movie was on a, on a Delta flight? Like, I wouldn't have picked this at all mm. to have shown up. But anyway... Following a young couple who take a remote backpacking trip through the Pacific Northwest and face sinister events leading them to realize that everything about the place is not as it seems, which tells you nothing about what this movie's about. Yeah. <laughs> but why this movie, Zena? Because this one really surprised me. It did mm-hmm. not go in the direction that I thought. And Jake Lacey, who plays mm-hmm. Harry... Like, mm-hmm. his unhinged cycle. Like, it's just, it is such a good time. And plus, I love Micah, you know, Monroe, so. Yeah. I And I couldn't place him right away. I was like, where do we know him from? He was the first season of White Lotus. Yeah. He's like the asshole boyfriend or uh, new, newlywed husband who's just terrible. Um, <laughs> this one, I tried to get a pull quote from my wife <laughs> specifically. I'm like, I got to tell people what you actually thought of this one so people don't just think I'm making this up. Uh, which I could be, you don't know, but <laughs> it, it's, you know, she, I didn't watch anything leading into it. I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't read a synopsis mm-hmm. or anything like that. And I asked her about watching it and she watched the trailer and she's like, okay, I think I see what's going on. And then we watched the movie and she's like, this is not what the trailer made it seem like at it was going to be like yeah. at all. And even the, the brief like I saw like a couple of like moments when she was watching the trailer <clears throat> and just knowing that they were going to go out in the woods. I'm like, Oh, okay. I, I, I kind of have an idea. One of like a few different possibilities of what this is going to be. Mm-hmm. It's not those. Like, I can't imagine anyone watching this movie and especially even like this, well, the second act, you, you're kind of not quite sure going on, but by the third act, you're like, there's no way. <laughs> There's no way you knew that this is what this right? was gonna be. between the tone, the feel, the mm-hmm. actual plot itself. What's going on with the characters? It was such, uh, I, I, not not like an abrupt turn, mm-hmm. but it was so unexpected. Yeah, almost a genre shift. Like it was like wh- what? But it was, <laughs> but it made it so much more enjoyable. Because you weren't just sitting there like, okay, woods, <laughs> bad stuff going to happen, whatever. But then you're like, wait, what? <laughs> what did they, What? but who's, wait, why did they do that? And then it's right? like, oh, okay, so they're doing that because this. And then, like, everything I was guessing was happening, mm-hmm. I was wrong. <laughs> that happened to me scenes. too, yeah. <laughs> there were several scenes where I was like, oh, I totally get it. Like, that's a cute, that's a cool little thing they're doing. And then within five minutes, I was like, nope, I was wrong. I, that that would have been cool, <laughs> but that's not what they were doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- this one surprised the hell out of me. And that was kind of my wife's pull quote. She was basically, it, 
it was not what the trailer suggested it was going to mm-hmm. be or what she thought it was going to be. And it was way more enjoyable, actually, yeah. than the trailer made it seem to be. Awesome. Because it wasn't expectations at all. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. And awesome then I watched stuff. a bunch of stuff over and over and over again. <laughs> okay, before we move on, what did we watch and how did we watch it? So I checked out No One Will Save You on Hulu as well as The Other Black Girl on Hulu. And I watched 2012's The Pact on Tubi and 2022's Significant Other on Paramount+. Plus. All right, I will need homework for next week. And ideally, it'll be a couple thing. Because even yesterday, okay. my wife was like, do we have an assignment? I'm like, we haven't done this for a while. <laughs> so <laughs> no. So we watched Scream 2. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so some a couple one. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, hmm. Do you want something more? I'll give you a choice. Do you want something more? It's like, it, it's spooky, but it's not, it's, it's still horror, but it's more like horror with heart. Or would, mm. do you want something that's just more horror? Uh, I mean, my, as my wife would say, like, she's always in the mood for like a slasher. Okay. Um, but you know, but we really loved, like I said, we loved Significant Other and we loved mm-hmm. uh, the, fi- was it the final girl? Last? Yeah. Yeah, we we love both of those because they also kind of were unexpected. Okay, and final girl. So I, I'm good with whatever, whatever Alrighty. you think. Hmm. Okay, good. so have you checked out then Superhost on Shutter? I haven't watched Superhost. No. Okay, I think that'll be great for you guys to enjoy. Alrighty, Superhost on Shutter. Okay, enough about what we've been watching this week. It's time for us to bring us up to speed on the yeah. news and trending topics in World of Horror. And so much has been going on that I feel like we've just blowing by stuff. You know, Saw X is coming out. VHS 84 just premiered um, at the festivals. Fall House of Usher is getting great uh, buzz. Yeah. It's been announced that Smile 2 is coming uh, out I'm next sorry. October. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Uh, you know, the talk to me hand prop, like I mentioned before, uh, hard and vodka, which we've talked about before is going to be doing their spooky haunted bottle of vodka again this year. They're going to be showing us what's going on in October, but at least to me, the thing I've been most interested in lately is the writer's strike, which while not directly related to horror kind of is important to everyone listening to this podcast in some way, shape or form. The best part about it is most of you probably know by now from the Associated Press, the union representing screenwriters reached a tentative agreement with Hollywood Studios to end a historic strike after nearly five months, raising hopes that a crippling shutdown of movie and television films could be near an end. Yay! Yay. Congratulations to everyone who is striking. I can't even... It was 146 days. I can't even imagine what... It must have been like uh, you are already hearing the horror stories about how difficult it was to try and even be a writer anymore, mm-hmm. working in the writer rooms and the bad pay and the lack of residuals and kind of fighting for a job, all the spec stuff that has to go on for anyone to get any work. And, and they stuck it out and, you know, the, obviously the screen actors jumping on board helped. There is speculation that even like the, 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 auto manufacturer unions going on strike has helped that it's kind of created this wave effect where everyone's kind of like, you know what? F this, you guys are making billions of dollars. Yeah. How about you give money to the people who are representing it? Mm -hmm. 
And so far right now, after all the studio heads actually met for like three days, which hadn't happened yet, as far as I know. And uh, they announced the deal on Sunday as a joint statement that the group representing the studios, the streaming services, and production companies. The agreement must be approved by the Guild's board and members before the strike officially ends. So uh, until it's actually gone and been voted on by the union and approved, they're still not working. They're still striking. There's still strikes against the studios and everything else. But massive progress. It looks like a potential end of the strike. Again, nothing but congratulations to everyone who stuck this out. It could not have been easy. Yeah. at all to stick to your guns for a half a year mm-hmm. at this point so congratulations to everyone congrats and then in more horror related news specifically the future of the halloween franchise bloody disgusting reported that exclusively reported that miramax is actively shopping the rights to the halloween franchise around hollywood miramax is selling the rights wow so Purplate Disgusting, from what we understand, there's a massive bidding war going on right now. Are several different parties interested in vying for the chance to bring Michael Myers back to life? Bloody Disgusting sources have also indicated that Miramax is open to both film and television projects, and they're currently taking offers from studios and streamers alike. Everything is on the table at this time, and it's ultimately up to Miramax to field pitches and decide what is most appealing to them in the wake of David Gordon Green's sequel trilogy. Michael Myers will be back. Yes. Real quick, on Twitter, Elijah Wood, he tweeted, like, his idea uh, would be resurrect John Carpenter and Deborah Hill's initial plan to make it an anthology series like Halloween Mm. 3. And it's just like, yeah! So I think that'd be great. I don't know why I said yeah like that. I was so excited, so I just had to put that tweet up. If Elijah Wood was dressed like the screenshots of his character from Toxic Avenger, I have even more weight. Some pictures have come out there, too, that Elijah Wood looks like the uh, butler from Rocky (laughs) Horror Picture Show. (laughs) He's the villain. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, it's exciting. It's interesting. I'm I'm a little nervous because studios love to make these cinematic universes that I hope they try and keep the, 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 the scope a little bit more focused. Like you said, mm-hmm. an anthology series would be great. Do it American Horror Story style. That would be awesome if we did something like that as opposed to like, okay, let's start exploring all the family tree and things no. like that. <laughs> I, I know. I get, I get nervous with stuff like that. <laughs> oh, my turn for news? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yay. So first up, a question for you. Can you survive Jigsaw? Hmm? No. Well, <laughs> Jigsaw and Xbox have teamed up with Lionsgate and Twisted Pictures to allow fans to be the heroes of their own Saw X experience. So this Wednesday on uh, September 27th uh, at 7 p.m. PT time, you'll be able to check it out on Twitch TV slash Xbox. Um, I feel like this would be great while we're waiting for Saw X. Jigsaw invites the world to play a game in the form of an interactive live stream that gives viewers everywhere the chance to become a Saw protagonist. Doesn't that sound fun? It does, yeah. yeah. And I'm not even a very big video game guy. Right. I, I just feel like that just sounds super cool. Of course I want to play again. I mean, I'm pretty sure I will not survive, but that's not the point. Um, and then next up, I'm not too sure if you're a fan of the series 30 Coins. Um, the yeah. uh, season two trailer just came out. I've been avoiding it. I'm not going to watch it. I just want to watch the actual series. So the second series will be available. Well, the second season will be available on HBO. 
So this is just in time for Halloween and everything like that. So yeah, check out that trailer. Um, if you haven't checked out the first season, it is available on um, Max right now. And then the second season will be available October 23rd. I don't even want to tell you what the series is about because I feel like it's the type of series that you need to experience at least just once, you know, check it out, dabble in it. It's very bloody. It's, it's very dark. I love it. Just treat yourself. Yeah. Treat yourself. And also I just thought that this was a lot of fun. So the horror comedy series, Ash vs. Evil Dead, the complete series is on Hulu. So yeah, there's three seasons, 30 episodes and plenty of gory filled like gory gory filled like adventures for you to check out so i feel like it's just such a treat for us it sucks that it was canceled because the fourth season it would have brought ash williams back until like the post-apocalypse and yeah so we missed it but yeah it's a fun series and i feel like it's a good spooky time to check out it's in in my opinion it's probably the best movie like big screen to small screen transition. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I, 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 like I said, I haven't really gotten into like a lot of the Marvel stuff and Marvel TV shows and things like that, just Same. because it's so much to try and keep up with. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure plenty of those are really good. You know, I watched some moon Knight because I'm a huge Benson Moorhead like fan, but n- not like a lot of that stuff. So some of those I'm sure are great. Those adaptations or the Mandalorian stuff, the star Wars, yeah. whatever. But Ash versus the Evil Dead, the writing felt, you know, there, there was a quote recently. Um, uh, who is it? T- uh, Tiki Takiwadi, uh, the the director. Yeah, I know you. What we the... do in the shadows and mm-hmm. and the Thor movies, and he had recently come out talking about how Thor, like Love and Thunder, whatever the last Thor movie was called, like if you want it to be. <laughs> true to the comic books, just read a comic book mm-hmm. or something like that, basically coming out about the fans being like, well, it wasn't authentic or, or whatever. And that's fine. As a creator, you can think or do whatever you want. But, you know, the two is backing. But Ash vs. the Evil Dead felt like it was written by fans. Yeah. It was written by people who loved the the movies and who got Ash and who were like, what would Ash be like today? Would he be yeah, a mess? Right? <laughs> yes, he would be. <laughs> he would be crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's so fun. It was so tongue-in-cheek with the references. But also, like, some legitimate horror in it. Yeah. Like, there's some legitimate moments where, like, oh, I was having fun last episode. <laughs> this one is a lot darker. Yeah. There's, um, there's some sad, little sad moments as well. Totally. But and there should be. Yeah. It's a good time, though. Yeah, it's so good. It's such a great, like, a bookend, at least, for as far as Ash Williams is concerned with being in the series. Yeah. <sighs> All right, listeners, your turn. Reading the news makes me sweat, so I didn't write anything down <laughs> for this part, but imagine I said something a little bit quirky and silly. No. You can call our Texas at 224-475-1040. The number is also in the show notes, or feel free to email us at bediscussingpodcast at gmail.com. Finally, Zena is going to make all our lives easier in the sea of horror movie options, especially with October creeping up. Include us in what's appearing soon that we should be watching. So, Zena, what should we be watching? There's so much stuff. I'm going to try my best to keep it brief. Um, So, by the time this episode comes out on Tuesday, the 26th, so we've heard of Gang, was it Gangnam? Gangnam style, right? Yeah. So, there's Gangnam Zombie. <laughs> okay. I'm going to watch it! But, yeah. <laughs> It's available. It'll 
available on VOD and DVD. In the center of Seoul, previously normal people begin attacking other citizens, leading a former athlete to play one final match, one final match against zombies. Listen, I love zombies, so I'm there. I'm gonna check it out. And then um uh the nasty bloody megalomaniac, it will be out on VOD. So I think a couple of weeks ago it was out in theaters, uh limited theaters, so now you'll be able to check it out you know, on streaming services. And then on Friday, the 29th, we have Saw X. It's going to be available in theaters for you to check out. I know for some people, at least with my theater, you can even check it out on Thursday, like Thursday night. They usually have like a screening. And then The Jester, this will be in limited theaters. A murderess being known as The Jester terrorizes the inhabitants of a small town on Halloween night, including two estranged sisters who must come together to find a way to defeat the evil entity. Then we have Nightmare available on Shudder as Mona's dream intensify, dreams intensifies. Um, a sinister force lurks. She soon finds out not all nightmares stop when you wake up. Ooh, that sounds spicy, you know. <laughs> then we have Deliver Us. Uh, this will be available on VOD. So there, this one follows a nun at a remote convent who claims she i don't want to spoil it i read the synopsis and i feel like that's kind of like a spoiler she claims that something happens to her so then now they have to find out this whole ancient prophecy they have to find out if it is true or not and the poster is pretty cool it basically has a woman standing in some icy water in the shape of a crucifix mm. then we also have 1031 October 31st, part three. This will be available on VOD a couple of months ago. We talked about part two as well as the first one. Or what did we? It was maybe it was like more than a year ago. I don't remember. It's been <laughs> it might have been. It could have been yesterday. I don't know. It could have been. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Halloween Monster Marathon where your favorite Malvoila. Okay, hopefully I'm saying her name right. The Queen of Screams. This year brings you four more creepy tales of mummies, madmen, and fun-sized demons. I do love fun-sized demons. <laughs> that sounds cool. Then on Monday the 2nd, we have Appendage. This will be available on Hulu, a young fashion designer's lifestyle spirals as her darkest inner thoughts manifest into something gruesome that won't stop growing and then on tuesday the third we have don't look away this will be available on vod if you are in the mood for a murdering mannequin a murdering mannequin this is going to be for you so the synopsis (laughs) is it doesn't move it doesn't think it just kills for one young woman a chance encounter with the supernatural entity proves devastating proves something devastating frankie learns that once you see the mannequin there may be no end in sight except for your own oh wow okay Mm. Then we also have, um, just in case if you missed the mean one in theaters last year, you'll be able to check it out on VOD. In a sleepy town, Cindy, Cindy's parents are murdered and her Christmas is stolen by the bloodthirsty green figure in a red Santa suit. So <laughs> that one's going to be available. Then we also have House of Dolls, Dee Wallace, the legendary. She is in this one. Three estranged sisters return home to collect to collect inheritance only to confront each other and trigger a downward spiral of murder inside of a giant dollhouse. Love to hear that. Mm-hmm. Then we have, we only have a few more. Don't you worry. Then we have creepy <laughs> crawly. Um, this will be available on VOD and DVD while quarantining in a, at a Thailand hotel guests begin disappearing with no explanation from staff, leaving the group to wonder whether there may be some truth to the local, to the urban local legends about a terrifying creature rumored to possess its victims and we also have the classic nursery rhyme. Um, 
Mary Had a Little Lamb. It gets the horror treatment. So this will be available on VOD and DVD. And this uh, in this slasher, a radio host and her crew set out to discover the truth behind some disappearance of a true crime show. They will soon learn that there is far more to discover when they meet Mary and her lamb. Who will make it out alive in this house of horrors? <laughs> Not Mary, but yeah, it's Mary and her little lamb, you know? Um, and then just in case if you missed it, it lives inside. It is still available in theaters. And this one follows a teenage girl. She ejects her, uh, rejects, I said ejects. She rejects her <laughs> East Indian culture and family to be like everyone else. However, when a mythological demonic spirit latches onto her former best friend, she must come to terms with her heritage to defeat it. I really like this one. I feel like uh, it's. it feels very, it's something familiar, but it also feels um, refreshing. Nice. And that's the Bloody Disgusting Podcast for this week, everyone. If you'd like to read more from Megan, not to mention all of her Fantastic Fest reviews, you can check out those reviews at bloodydisgusting.com and on Twitter at Haunted Meg. Xena can be found on her own website, realqueenofhorror.com, and the YouTube channel of the same name, or at Lovely Xena on Twitter. And you can hear me on my weekly horror narration podcast, Creepy, which does kick off the 31 Days of Horror this Saturday. Woohoo! Yeah, I'm already tired. Don't you forget to do subscribe it. on your favorite podcast app. Thank you. And feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BeDisgustingPod or drop us an email at BeDisgustingPodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out all things Bloody Disgusting on TikTok at BeDisgusting. So for this week, I'm John. I'm Zeno. Grab some popcorn, cozy up on the couch, watch something you love. Just make sure it's something bloody. Bye.